0: This is the procedures initiative, and these are the points. I'm Chris Kent, and I'm joining Chris Bean. Hello, Mr. Bean. Hello, sir. Let's talk about your conversation with Martin Schoendorfer. Um, I really enjoyed talking with him. I could tell just in our conversation... Um, his holistic approach, not only to coaching that we kind of got into, but his holistic approach to life is really evident in just our small time with him and the way that he interacts with people and values people and, and looks at people and, and just generally cares. And so it was great to be able to sit down and talk with him and see that, Again, even in that small interaction, he is walking the walk and talking the talk and living that way. And I can tell that so many people are going to benefit from his help and things he has to say, not only in our conversation, but, you know, anything that he is part of or in, 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 in touches. I'm sure that he's a, a huge positive force in those areas.
1: Yeah. I, you know, like you said, it was really it was cool to hear the like a lot of the, the coaches we've met with so far have not been very good at communicating and I'm sure they actually are but not, not as clear at communicating the emotional uh, aspect of their coaching and he very, he did a very good job of, of conveying that that is a big part of, of how he coaches people and uh, you know we all have emotions we have to deal with them and everybody has different ways of dealing with them and so I think that you know especially in this day and age that that is important to take those emotions into into account as you are working through some sort of a coaching type of, of program.
0: And I like how he starts kind of at the beginning or even before the beginning, if you will, and diving into uh, your past and how your past has shaped your belief system and what you think and what you, what you put your faith in, put your trust in. And he mentioned, you know, you're thinking about your belief system. It's B.S., and how sometimes it actually is BS and it's important to kind of pick those things apart and find out what things you're just subconsciously believing in, subconsciously buying into as opposed to something you think that you uh, actually believe because you, you've done the, the work to look into it. And and on top of that, he talked about two things and, and first of all, um, creating awareness. Creating awareness and and conscious awareness of of your past, of your present, of everything that's going on in your life. And then once you've created that conscious awareness, uh, accepting what that is, whether it's something that you were told when you were younger, something that happened to when you were younger that shaped who you are, or where you're at now and things that are happening, things you're believing. And again, that was really cool to hear part of that holistic um, approach, diving into the past, realizing that we're taught things subconsciously that we carry with us through life that we can decide now whether or not we want to continue to carry or believe in or, or feed into, and then accepting everything that's happened and moving forward from there. I think that's a a great place to start. And it kind of really builds us up into a much stronger foundation because we're not um, kind of weakened or we don't necessarily fall victim to those unintentional or subconscious beliefs that were kind of instilled into us in the past through experiences and through people and, and whatnot.
1: Yeah. You know, I think that despite what individuals may think, or even even you, dear listener, what you think, those negative things that happened to you in the past I mean, maybe they didn't necessarily happen for a reason, but arguably they happened for a reason to shape you into the person you are today. And like we talked about in the episode, you have the opportunity to take those things and and look at them through the positive lenses and learn and grow from them and become the person who you were meant to be, or you take them and throw, take those, those, negative things that happen, take them, throw them away and decide to be on your own path. I mean, ultimately the choice is yours, but, you know, I think that as he's starting with the, the beginning, as he's coaching people, I think that really, that is key, not only for him to get a better sense of who he's working with, but for that person to really come to, to a better understanding of who they are and why they are the person that they are. And, you know, we've talked about so many times that the, the. Lots of times that people believe the things about themselves because that's what they think they should, or that's what they they are told at whatever young age that they should. But those are lots of times, you know, somebody else's beliefs. The, you know, like you said, those those that's a, those belief systems are BS. They're not really set or, or meant to be something for you, but rather they're outside external things. And so I think that starting with the beginning and working through some of those negative things really is so important to building up that person who is there showing up for him in that day.
0: And we talked about uh, even the way that we interact with kids to help be more conscious of how we're uh, feeding into their subconscious, And you know, being careful of what you say, what you do. Because even if they're not entirely conscious of themselves watching you and picking up on things, it's our responsibility to be aware of that, you know, as, as parents, as aunts, uncles, as family members, or even just people in general, knowing that um, not only kids are watching us and picking up and developing those subconscious ideas and beliefs, but even other people as they're watching us, they're seeing how we behave, seeing what we do, seeing what we say, and how that uh, is a reflection of our beliefs and our confidence or our our system or whatever it is, whatever we do and say is a reflection of that. And so we want to make sure that we're putting out what is true to ourselves and also positivity. You know, he, he mentioned uh, one of the biggest things that he finds when he's meeting with people is that very often uh, people don't listen. People are not gentle and people... Uh, are often judgmental. And so when he goes into a conversation with someone, whether it be a coaching client or someone in his everyday life or a family member or whatever it is, he is actively listening to them. He is not judging them and he's not there to be harsh on them. He's very gentle when he's going through those conversations and just everyday life and that's really admirable to to hear those things about uh, how Martin lives his life in general and how beneficial that can be uh, to everybody, Uh, because I think that we can all relate to the feeling of of wanting someone who uh, uh, kind of personifies those three things and often not finding it and being frustrated, but he is an example of someone doing that. And it's an encouragement to us to also be that. And I think, again, that ties into the, the bigger picture we were talking about, where we want to make sure that we are a positive force in the world, not only for ourselves, but for other people too. And I think Martin has kind of really uh, doubled down on that. And it's, again, inspiring to see someone and talk to someone who, who lives their life that way and encourages others to live their life the same way.
1: Yeah, you know, I... Th- I think that the insight there for really for me was with, with the kids and, and, you know, like you said that, you know, they may not consciously be aware of necessarily what you're saying or or how you're saying or the actions that are happening, but subconsciously they are. And, you know, that is obviously true because you look at, you look at, you know, little girls and they're mimicking their mom, they're playing house and they're doing the things that moms are doing. And, and are doing the things that dads are doing. They're pretending to shave and all those things that are intricate to that person that they that they look up. That, that you know they're really inspiring to uh, sorry aspiring to be, and by mimicking those actions that the parent is taking, by mimicking those actions that those people around them are doing, and so by mimicking them, they are essentially putting on those those emotions those feelings whatever however they're interpreting them and then going about trying to do those things in, in their own small little playful type of way so to be aware of how that is going on for you and how you are interacting with those those especially those those small children that is so important to creating the next type of society that we have and then you know as you talked about going beyond that not only just being aware in those times when you're with the small kids, but being aware wherever you are, the the external, uh, you know, external resources, the extra social media, all those things that you, those things are, are crossed through a filter and you can allow those things in, but you don't have to, and you have to be aware of those things and how you show up and how you are being, because you get to decide those things. And I, you know, how impactful that really is and and being able to look at those those interactions that you have with kids, those interactions that you have on social media as you're scrolling and scrolling, that's if you can be conscious and present and aware in those moments, wow, how how impactful that can be. And you're right. It sounds like he really is living his life that way and and how incredible for those people that that he coaches, not only but for those people that that he interacts with on a daily basis. Very, very
0: admirable. And and thinking about that too, taking what has already happened to you in the past, taking something that's happened to you right now that is not great. And, and you you had some insight on this as well, um, kind of integrating that into yourself and taking those negative things that have happened to you before or things that you want to change about yourself and not uh, suppressing them and putting putting pushing them aside. But again, like Martin says, being aware of them, accepting them and then doing something about it. So maybe something that happened to you in the past that you can't take back, you can't change, wasn't your fault you can either ignore that negative thing or you can use that negative thing for good. We talked about, well, you talked about uh, specifically finding the good in bad situations. So when something bad happens, instead of having that negative outlook on it, you put on your positive glasses and you try to look at it and see something positive or something good that can come out of that. And so I think an important part of that and, um, Important part of that that was brought up by Martin is also connecting your emotions and connecting to your emotions to see what's going on. So I'm sure that sometimes uh, we're we're feeling a certain way, and instead of trying to analyze why we're feeling that way, we just accept it for what it is and move on. And just we are feeling that way, but being aware of that emotion, accepting what it is, and then trying to figure out. Why we feel that way, I think is huge for, for growth. Otherwise, we're just at the whim of our emotions. We're at the whim of whatever's happening rather than trying to figure out the root cause of everything going on. And so that, again, ties into the idea that you can take these negative experiences, negative emotions, once you're in touch with them and you're aware and you're connected and you're, you're, you're accepting, you can do something with that. It doesn't have to be just, oh, I'm, well, I'm mad today so I'm just going to be mad today. Well, I'm mad today. Why am I mad? Oh, because my shoelace broke. I tied my shoe this morning. Okay. Well, what's one good thing about that? Well, I, you know, trying to analyze that situation and move on from there, I think, uh, is a, a huge tool that or a beneficial tool that we can use um, to help us grow rather than just staying stagnant and accepting things for what they are, accept them for what they are, but then do something with that. And of course, a caveat to that, which we mentioned in the episode, sometimes bad things just happen and they're bad. Sometimes things are are painful because they're painful sometimes things are negative just because they're negative um, not everything is going to have that positive spin on the situation um, and that's okay because it's also important that when you're in connection with your emotions to let yourself feel those emotions you know when when he Martin gave the example of a client who lost someone and in that moment that you know, What you need to do is just feel that grief, feel that loss, and then work through it rather than trying to say, okay, well, what's the great thing about this loss? Well, you know, I think it would be wrong or maybe maybe not a great exercise to try to, to put a positive twist on loss of that kind. But either way, You know, being in connection with your emotions and and working with that, uh, I think, is is a huge tool, a beneficial tool um, that Martin kind of dived into and you had some insight to as well. And I don't want to ignore that part of our our growth either.
1: Yeah. So there's a dichotomy there. And and we talked about this. Martin brought this up and and, and awesome for him uh, of him to do that is you don't want to live in the past. You don't want to dwell on those things. But uh, Carl Jung talks about the, the idea of the shadow. And and you know, maybe we'll put on the docs for at some point in the future. And I know it's sometimes it's it's tough because we have lots of them scheduled, but to do a whole episode on, on Carl Jung's shadow work, I think, would be would be helpful for a lot of people. Uh, but anyways, um to not live Martin talked about to not live in the past. But well, I brought up and, and talked about Carl Jung's idea of the shadow work, where you take those those negative things about you, you know, the things that you don't necessarily like about yourself, those negative, uh, uh, you know, uh, events that happen, and how can you integrate those into yourself moving forward? Because despite what you what you wanted at the time or even now, those things did happen, and you know, arguably maybe they happen for a reason, depending on how you you know you look at the world, but. If that, if you look at it through the eyes of those things happen for a reason to shape and mold you to who you are and who you ought to be, you have the choice of taking those and integrating those into yourself to be that person or to leave them and be somebody vastly different. And the choice is yours. You get to choose that. But, you know, I think that we talked about, you know, looking through those negative things with positive glasses and seeing some sort of positive that can come out of those. But sometimes, like you said, with grief, with loss, it's, it's so tough. It's so tough to 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 figure out what that means for you moving forward. And of course, grief and, and, and especially loss is so challenging, um, but being able to take that with you is still a part of who you are, and you don't want to forget or overlook the fact that that person was in your life for however long they were you want to take those things that you have and be able to apply them moving forward and and you know it's it's tough because lots of times like he said that life coaches get into an opportunity where they just see oh yeah just positive and positive positive. sometimes negative things happen and they are negative they 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 like he said they suck and sometimes you just have to go through that 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 terrible time in your life in order to emerge on the other side you know as they say that sometimes the uh, what is it? Uh, dar- dawn is darkest just before the light. What is it? Night is darkest just before the dawn. That's how it goes. <laughs> uh, night is darkest just before the dawn, and so you have to go through that negative time in order to emerge on the other side. But uh, you know, like you said, you don't want to dwell in the past. But if you can take some of those negative things, some of the things that you don't necessarily like about yourself, and figure out a way to integrate them into your into your person into your Essence moving forward, then that can help you to be the person that you want to be. But it is, there's a dichotomy there. There's a balance you have to get, uh, you know, you're going to have to, uh, unfortunately, you're going to get it wrong before you can get it right because you're going to go too far one way or the other. So being able to walk that line is tough, but, you know, I challenge you to go through that for for
0: the benefit of yourself. I think a huge part of all this, which Martin, is obviously a large proponent of or big proponent of is the vulnerability. You know, he talked about having to be vulnerable with yourself and other people, uh, when you're going through this kind of journey and this kind of breakdown and this, uh, This whole process is is being vulnerable with yourself and recognizing the way you're feeling and what you're going through and also being vulnerable to other people to be able to talk about it and work through it and and receive advice and and talk about them or talk about your experiences. And so it's important that we are vulnerable and and, and kind of the last part of that that I wanted to talk about too was – he mentioned his um, mental exercise with the shelf. You know, you're talking to someone, or you're, you're, something's going on and you start to feel a certain way, but it's not the appropriate time to interact with that feeling or that emotion. You know, he mentally takes a box, puts that in the box, labels the box. Here's what I'm feeling, puts it on the shelf and allows him to allows himself to be able to come back to it later and saying, hey, I'm putting this back here for now. I'll come back to this later. And he mentioned the importance of coming back to it, of course, because if you just put it in that box and leave it there forever, you're trying to stifle it and, and, and suppress it rather than actually deal with it. And again, the idea there is that it's not always appropriate to kind of go through that emotion or deal with that problem. And so if you're in a situation or a conversation where it's not time for that, don't just ignore it put it away for later when you can come back to it in a, in a better space, a better time, a better, a better mindset and still deal with it. And again, that I think is a huge part of vulnerability with ourselves. And then it also helps us as we're we're navigating our conversations to be vulnerable with people rather than let those things kind of control us.
1: Yeah. So what I've learned from Martin in the short time that I was able to spend with him is that, that, that vulnerability is so important. And he demonstrate that demonstrates that so well because you know he talked about when he's meeting with somebody if he's tired or whatever it is he's vulnerable he tells that person what's going on and in doing so that will allow the person that he's talking with to see that vulnerability and then open up on their side as well. And what what a great way to lead by example in that moment. And then, you know, that that exercise where you take that, whatever that, that you're feeling that's not quite the right time to feel those things, you visualize that box. You put whatever that emotion is in the box, you label the box, and you put it on the shelf. And like you said, you, you allow yourself, like he said, you allow yourself to come back to that. Now, I think the the part that you have to be careful with on that is you have to maybe not set a date and time to go back to it, but you know sort of set a date and time to go back to it because otherwise what'll happen is you'll have a, a closet that's filled with these boxes all labeled and say, yeah, I'm gonna come back to you at some point, but you don't necessarily want to go into that closet to open those boxes and to deal with those those feelings and the emotions. So make sure that, you know. I think that's a wonderful exercise. The only extra part that I would add to that is have an opportunity where you go through the closet you 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 know you check those things out are there any boxes in on the shelf yes okay good I need to deal with those I have you know this time set aside to deal with this box okay great I have this time set and don't put them in the box and 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 in the closet and close the door and never go back to them allow yourself to go back to them but perhaps you need to schedule time in order for that to happen but yeah what what a what a wonderful exercise. Uh, definitely something I will be incorporating into, into my life for sure. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Martin, for that. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm very glad we could sit down with Martin and and talk and learn from him and just, you know, experience uh, what he is and what he stands for. It's definitely a good conversation.
1: Yeah. You know, I, again, I, I think I, I've said this already, we've met with uh, quite a few life coaches so far, but Martin stands out as, as Definitely being much more in touch with emotions. And like I said, we're humans. We all have emotions and feelings, and it's important to figure out how to incorporate those into your life so they don't off-balance. Balance was our word today. Uh, not to off-balance your life for a negative.
0: Yes, sir. Make sure you follow us on social media. You can find the podcast at Pod. You
1: can find me, Chris Bean, at Chris Bean Official.
0: You can find me, Mr. Kent, at Mr. Chris R. Kent.
1: And if you like our content and would like to subscribe to our email, you can do that via our social media or on the website.
0: Make sure you also join our Discord for exclusive content and personal interactions.
1: If you would like to be coached on how to live a more prestigious life by me, Chris Bean, you can do that by reaching out on my one of my social medias or by emailing the podcast at prestigiousinitiative at gmail.com.
0: Those are the points. Make sure you come back next week for even more points and another great conversation. Until next time, I'm Chris Kent.
1: And I'm Chris Bean.